The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul, he's Ronnie, and it's another two points on the board this week. Our thanks to Sean Dillon for being our guest last week. We were really unsure about releasing such a long episode, but the comments and feedback has been great. Next time he's on, let's all book a week off work, as we've still more to talk about. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dodefox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, St Johnston and Hamilton Review, We Jim, The Foundation, New Contracts, The Loan Report, Who Am I, Podcast Shop and On This Day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 82 of the Dode Fox Podcast. Hello, I'm Sean Dillon and you're listening to the Dode Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the Dode Fox Podcast, episode 82. Good year that, good year, good year. It's, uh, it's Decent. And Young Costello arrived. Decent. And uh, never knew what was about to happen that upcoming season. Uh, mm-hmm. That I can assure you. Um, so this past week we've had two home games. Obviously, last uh, Sunday we had a bit of a laugh and said, "Ah, the game wasn't on, but we've got a wee short episode to put out for you." Um, you you just an finished epic. it this morning, I believe. Uh, it's an absolute epic. Yeah, hats off to anyone that's managed to listen to it in a one It was uh, it was ridiculous, as we touched on in the introduction there, like. Myself and Ron, we weren't sure whether to just put it out as one or put it out in parts. But then, you know, podcasts, you kind of listen to them when you want to listen to them anyway. And even if we put out an hour episode, no, everybody listens to it in in its entirety in one go. So we just thought, bugger it, put it out. There's no natural part where we could cut it anyway. So it's it's been well received. That's the main thing. Uh, And yeah, Sean, was he was great to speak to. It was a good laugh and listening back to it during the week. It seemed to take longer than four hours, if I'm being honest, listening back to it, but uh, it was it was good crack for him. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good stories that, you know, e- even during the recording, you know, maybe you didn't think about so much until you hear it back or somebody brings it up on Twitter and stuff, because let's say the obviously a lot of the messages have been, you know, um, a lot of people have put, this. I was this age when I started it, I was that age when I finished it, and everyone's yeah, having a laugh. Brilliant. Everyone seems to certainly enjoyed uh, the stories that he told, and there was so much um, we we never got to. You know, we kind of had mm-hmm. to. We quickened up a little bit towards the end, given you know there were there was dads no picking burns up and 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 all sorts Correct, yeah. going on. So uh, there was a lot in there, and um, when I bumped into him on uh, Tuesday night, it was kind of the same. We we're like, you know, I never got to, we never got to even discuss. We got ABC out the way, but we never got X Y Z, and so maybe <laughs> down down the down the line we can run it again and. And no, uh, definitely, and see what happens. But um, yeah, so no, no game obviously last week, which helped kind of the episode. Although we still moaned on for for a little while, but that was on. Uh, so man, this uh, the St Johnston game got rearranged for Tuesday night, and kind of more importantly, uh, it was all about you know get, getting the chance to to kind of say goodbye as such to to, to Jim McLean. The players had you know commemorative T-shirts on. There was some of the prophets going Alzheimer's, and um, you know the minutes kind of applause be- before the game. And you know, I, I think a lot of people maybe read stuff on the website. You know, when it said you know get involved and, and whatever, and um, but the amount of text messages, a text message, something like I'm in the nineties. The amount of like WhatsApps or whatever you get, just saying. You know, I'm I'm standing in my living room and I'm getting funny looks for the wife, but I'm proud to be here for a minute and and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. You know, it, it's one of them that it's a real. It has been a real surreal experience given the situation we were in. But it was um, it was one of those kind of moments that in the ground was very very strange because there's no there's no a lot of you. Yeah, but it was quite special at the same time. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's your side of it. Obviously, you were at the game, but uh, I, I was I tuned in for the pre-show on DUTV, uh, and I thought I was over it. Like I thought it's all right, I could watch this, no problem. But no, nah, I was still welling up. <laughs> oh, it was a nightmare. I, I, honestly, I thought I was past that nonsense. But it was uh, it was a great watch. Uh, really, was it was good to see Heggy speaking about him and Heggy. Like what, what a guy he is. He's like, ah, I can Jim signed as and turned as a no bad player. A no bad player. You played over 700 times for a, a very good team at that time. 
so I'm forever humble, these boys. And we say it all the time when we, when we anytime we've spoken to guys from that era, like you, if you didn't know who they were, you, like you'd be amazed to find out these stories about them. Uh, so it was a very good show. So hats off to to Ali, to Sean, and uh, to Heggy for putting it all together. It was really good, really enjoyable. Yeah, I watched that back on, I think it was th- maybe Thursday I got around to it, but it was really, really good. And the thing is as well, you know, we've seen a lot of the clips of the games a hundred times, but you smile a hundred times. Because you know, you it was just mm-hmm. such a special uh, time for it as well. And, you know, it was, you know, the minutes of applause, it was just one of those nice things, but I couldn't help but look around the ground going, 10,000 in here would have been amazing the day. The night it yeah. would have been so so of good, course. so so good. Of course, the the, the real the, the the most random part for me was the eighty third minute applause because I kind of see the scoreboard because mm. of where I sit. So I'm sort of checking my watch. I'm looking at my uh, stopwatch, going, "That's getting pretty close." But usually, for something like that during a game, I know we've had it with fans have passed away. And we've maybe chosen a minute, and you look around mm. the ground and you see people starting to go. But this was kind of like. This is getting really cool. I hope, I hope, is somebody watching the scoreboard? And then it started and you yeah. just thought, brilliant. And I thought, what a nice way for mm-hmm. us to give an applause and allow the opposition team a big it chance to score. score. <laughs> yeah, amazing. It was like the players all stopped and clapped as well. Like, what are you doing, boys? I thought, of all the minutes in this game that we can't be yeah. conceding a goal, it's this minute. <laughs> Stay switched on, for goodness sake. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. I thought I was going to end up applauding an opposition goal at Danadice. I couldn't I couldn't believe my eyes. Did we not hit a corner at the start of the Yeah, we did aye, aye. Yeah. And they broke up field. Jesus Christ, boy. The, the weird thing, certainly for me, was I, I don't know if everyone else in the ground was like this of United persuasion, but the, the applause got slower <laughs> as they broke further, they further up the park. Ah. So uh, that was an oh my god, what is uh, happening here? Yeah, it, it, it kind of was. Um, St. George will touch on it because it, it, it was you know, it's five five days ago, but I think the two goals certainly need a mention. Uh, a brilliant team goal for Louis mm-hmm. Apre to get his first goal uh, of the season on I think it was his 51st appearance. He said it was 50th, but I was pretty sure it was 51st. Ah, uh, he kind of couldn't. Anyway, maths was never his strong suit. No, no, I thought you were going to call him uh, yeah, go at Fifers again there, but. No, 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 he's a big lad. Fair enough. Uh, but a great team goal to open the score on Tuesday night. It was a, an absolute class goal. Uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's, you've, seen it, you've seen it all. And you know what? It was that good. And they, they scored a similar goal. I can't mind who it was, but there was a good bad doing the line a couple of weeks back. To, I think it was McNulty to Liam Smith, cut it back to Nicky Clark, and he slotted it home. I forget the game. Maybe you'll be able to remember. Uh, but it was. it looked that good. And yet, so simple. You, you see a goal like that, and you think, "How can we not just do that more often?" Like, like you passed it to Shankland, he held it up. Somebody ran off him, he got it back, he cut it back, and we scored. Dead easy, so easy. I mean, but it's so rare. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then obviously we, uh, we 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 lose two goals. Yeah, well, the, the game itself, like, they're all blending into one just now because we're kind of playing the same in all of them but it's uh, I think we started that game very well during the week and we scored we took the lead and then I felt I was sat back I don't know what it felt like at the time because you see when you were there obviously Ron you see everyone but it felt watching it on TV that we just sat off them and we allowed them maybe they, maybe I'm I'm not being fair to St. Johnson maybe they upped their game I don't know but it just felt like we sat back and we invited them on and we lost two shitey goals again like again for a cross for a corner or whatever it was and then like we've got to we've got to do better of these things especially when we've got like three big centre halves uh, five at the back three at the back whatever it is that we we see every week uh, and then the second goal again that was uh, like Lewis Nielsen he's, he's had a bit of a shocker there but he's only 17 he's going to make errors uh, and he's learning a new position and I'm I'm not convinced that he's I mean, people smarter than me in the game, they're, they're, they're trying to tell whether he's a defender and he will be a defender. And maybe that's ultimately what he will be, but he is making these mistakes. Some of them are basic errors. Like, I mean, it's, all you have to do is put the ball out on Tuesday and it would have been cool. Like, just put the ball out, deal with it. He learned from it, though, when you move on to Saturday. He had a, he had a better game Saturday. But it was just, it's just an error that... You know, it's, it was avoidable again. Mm. How many times have we said that? The thing is, as well, you know, 
it's like say for the goals that they're poor goals to concede because they're no like 30 yard screamers in the top no. corner or anything they are no. you know it's somebody losing their man for a, for a corner and then there's a again it's one of them it's not just one error either it just seems to be the luck when we concede it's two or three like Nielsen puts it up in the air um, mm. the then ball gets put back he maybe gets a crossing easy I actually thought it was a really good header and a good finish for the boy but again people are going but centre half should do better yeah, yeah. okay it's, it's, it's a 1v1 battle I thought, it's, it's, I thought it, should it, have been, it should have been dealt with instead yeah. of kicking the ban there the ban yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. dode fox that's yeah. that's how you deal with that and then you reset and you defend the throwing but yeah there was a, just a, a series of things that, that could have went wrong and did go wrong and ultimately led to, to them taking a bloody 2-1 lead which wasn't against the run of play at that point mm. and the guy Witherspoon for them I don't know I think he's a really good player like, I'm not player. sure if he's yeah. underrated really he's a really good player. good player for them is he but really we, we always seem to just give him the freedom to do what he wants and he he's there he's the guy that makes them tick I think you know he, he creates a lot of opportunities for them and we just seem to stand off him and let him play his cell it's I don't know I would, I would like to somebody to get a wee bit tighter to him when we're playing St. Johnson I know even put him in the air I know it was late, later on in the game but I'm surprised he even come off you know mm-hmm. but yeah I, w- I was pleased <laughs> yeah, I was pleased I know. when he come off you know but yeah yeah um, yeah he's a good player and uh, what a clearance for Shankland just clearing his lines <clears throat> boom well, had that the, 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 the main thing about this now obviously we all saw it we all know it's an amazing goal for me I didn't I get to enjoy it the way I should have enjoyed it because I'm in a group chat with uh, somebody that some so this guy gets to go into the games and he's texted me wow so I'm thinking wow Jesus Christ and at that point like I think the, the stream must be like a minute behind or something so St Johnston have got the bar and I'm thinking oh, oh no they're about to score a regular no we get the bar back thanks to Callum Booth he must have thought he was still playing for us he gives it to Louis and uh, Louis lays it off perfectly to Lawrence and as soon as he, he took a shot, I thought, well, that's in, because you've said, wow. So I didn't get the the anticipation that, is it going to go in, is it not going to go in? You'd absolutely ruined that for me, Costello. I mean, you are a prick. Some, the best United goals ever. And you ruined it for me. Some people say ruined. Some people just say, I've enhanced the experience for you. No, you did not. You, you stole it. Because I knew it was in. But like you were, t- you were talking about the... The, the minutes applause before the game and it deserved 10,000 or a full house, you know. That goal deserved that East stand to be absolutely packed. Can you imagine of being sat in there or stood in there and just watching that ball loop and think, is it going, is it going? And then, oh, and the net, the boy tangled in the net after that. You can't have been seeing a goalie tangled in the net after he's no been able to save a shot. I celebrate. Hilarious. So you should have. So you should have. I still celebrate. It didn't get me wrong because what a goal it is. What a hit. People yeah. were saying, oh, it's like Beckham's. It was better than Beckham's because Beckham had the bye, took a touch, he put it in front of him and then he, I mean, it's still a great goal. Didn't get me wrong. But Shankland, he just had it first time and the ball was running away from him as well. Incredible. Incredible. Deserved the crowd. I did. I did. And, you know, I was just, I basically didn't want you going in shock. That's that's what I was looking at for you. I would have been a good shock. I would have come out it. I would have come out it a, a better person, a happier man. You you stole that for me. I did. Well, let's swiftly move on. So finished two all. We got a point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, we were down for, you know, uh, two one down to come back. Again, I think we've said it over teams in the past for United two one. We probably wouldn't have come back, or it would have been three one. But to come back, we got we got a point. Brought us on to uh, Saturday, which obviously. Um, again, another big game. They're all kind of massive games at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. It was Jamie Robson's 150th appearance against Hamlin. Yeah. I just want to mention that. And he's Fair only 22. Play. 22, 23. That's incredible. I think. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, he's, he's, he was, he's been through it all. Like He's played in really, really shit United teams and Last season was probably quite a decent one to play in, uh, but he's yeah he's definitely coming to his own the last couple of seasons. Uh, made his made his debut the season we got relegated. 
Was that in mm. the... Did we not play him in a game that he shouldn't have been playing? Yeah, I think that is exactly when he he took it, uh, took his debut. Was it? I don't know. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. His debut was against Dunfermline in the League Cup. So there we go. Okay. I've never seen him again. But to be, like you see, he's been in there, he's been around it, the ups and the downs, but um, 150 appearances now and uh, just the two goals. I, could, I can't even remember a Jamie Robson goal. I can, yeah, I can. At least one anyway. He scored it in uh, in front of the East Stand. Was it no against the Air United or something? I hope he went mad. I hope he did. That would have been... He did. Uh, uh, he scored against uh, Air United and against Falkirk, mm-hmm. both at Tannadise, both 3-0 wins. Oh, Falkirk. Was that no Shabbos? First game? Or have I made that up? One, three, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the Doe Fox podcast we were getting made up, but Laszlo was certainly in charge, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been his first game. Yeah, I remember the goals. Oh, well, there we go. So, um, yeah, so he made his uh, 150th appearance uh, against Hamilton. It was the same team that started the game as well. Callum Butcher didn't make it. He is back in training, but obviously didn't make it. Maybe just know quite where the the people that know a lot more about fitness and stuff than we do uh, said mm-hmm. he couldn't make it. So we started with the, the same team. Um and I have to say, I'm kind of, we mentioned Lewis Nielsen, right? He's going to make mistakes, 17-year-old and whatever. I wasn't surprised he was substituted on um, Tuesday night. I was glad he wasn't hooked at half-time because it could, mm-hmm. could ruin confidence, you know. And I, I've saw a mm-hmm. lot of people saying, you know, that if, you know, the good, the bad, and, you know, sometimes overplaying can be worse than youngsters, no playing, all that. I totally get that. But at least no hooking him at half-time. You know, it was maybe 10, 15 minutes in. And but I was quite even when Ryan Edwards back on Saturday, I thought it was good that he kept his place. And like you've mm-hmm. already alluded to, he put in a much better performance uh, yeah. from it as yeah. well. He's but the, the thing is moving forward, he's he's still gonna he's still gonna make mistakes. I mean, Christ for Hill teams make mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, made mistakes, sorry, this season, but he's he's literally learning a new position and he's 17. Now he might not look 17, he might look like he's been in the gym for about 17 years. But he's uh, he's just a bear in football terms. Uh, <clears throat> but he's, he's going to be a good player, you know. But just got to keep the faith with him, and and keep the faith could mean leaving him out a couple of games, you know. He doesn't have to play every single game, but he's he's going to have to get experience. Uh, but I think similar to what you just said, it was it was a big call to to keep him in the team when Ryan Edwards was back fit, especially against Hamilton because. You know, I don't think Hamilton are particularly great, but it was extremely noticeable to me anyway. That they were such a tall team. They were so much bigger than than our team. I thought anything that was a set piece, I was a wee bit worried. Uh, partly because we kind of bloody defend them very well, and partly because they just seem to be a team of giants. But uh, oh, we stood up to the challenge defensively as as well as we could have done, I suppose, yesterday. Mm. Um, w- were you surprised it was the sort of same starting eleven based on what was available? Probably only at that one. Uh, probably only surprised that Edwards didn't get back in the team. But uh, I mean, I think options are options are kind of limited. I know that it was great to see Mochrie, and I know I go on about him all the time, and I've been pulled up online about it. Like, nah, he should be left on loan and whatever. But I just think he's got something different. So it was good to see him on the bench. Did I think he would ever get on the park? No, I didn't really, because we've had youngsters on the bench quite a lot this season, and unless we're actually chasing the game or anything, I didn't see us making any changes to, to go for the game. I mean, maybe that's just the way I'm seeing it just now. You know, I think I think when we get to a certain stage in the match and we've still got like five defenders on and it's nothing's up, I, I, didn't, I didn't see the manager changing it for to go for the kill. I think he's maybe just content not to lose games. So I, it was good to see him on the bench. Didn't think he'd gone. But the, the rest of the team, no, it was good. I was I was glad that Dylan Powers. Like we've obviously got to mention Dylan Powers. It was good that he got a start again. And I thought yesterday certainly, maybe not so much against St Johnson, but yesterday I, I felt he was the best man on the park. Yeah, I thought he's, I thought he was excellent. He's cool, calm, composed. He, he picks out a pass more often than not. Uh, there are times when I'm shouting at the TV, thinking, "Sake, somebody's behind you!" But he, he doesn't. I don't think the man's ever been flustered in his whole life. No, I think I really don't. Think he should, it was, should defuse bombs or something. It was that be what he does. Best game in a long time. You know, he always wanted the ball, created space. He's not had many games in a long time, though. 
No, but even just a good game. Like I, I, I don't. Yeah. I've not seen him play at that level in a long time. You know, mm-hmm. um, his passing's a cut above as well. You know, you see it with the range of passing, short, long. You know, mm-hmm. very, very good. I didn't think we were that bad at all yesterday. I thought defensively we were sound. I thought Ted was excellent. Um, if you haven't listened he to the full, well no, the full uh, Sean Dillon episode yet, old Ted Connolly, the million dollar uh, man, I thought he was excellent. We had lots of possession, but after kind of the, after the two Ian Harks chances, one of which mm. I thought, again, depends what we look at, covers. I thought it was a wonderful save. Some people think, oh, it was right arm. Fair enough, I could see it both ways. Should he, he score? He should bury it. He should, he should bury it. But it's a good save. So, you know what? If it's the other side of the park and it's Benji, we're saying it's a great save. Exactly. So, it is a great save. But but yes, he, he should score it. It seemed like one of those games, though. Like, we could still be there now and we probably wouldn't have scored. Mm. You know? Um, yeah. But I thought we'd done enough to win the game. But we really need to start finding a way of winning the games, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I didn't. I didn't think we were great yesterday, and I also I've I've given up hope of just thinking right, we're going to go for it today. We're we're, we're never going to go for it. Uh, that's just not happening. That's not the way we are set up. Uh, but I, I felt we were the better team. I, I'm not sure if I feel that we've done enough to win it. If Hark scores that header, then I can't think of many other like really really good chances. That was the chance, the standout chance for me of the whole game. Uh, he, had, so, he, he had the other chance as well in the second half and the boy I think a dolphin gets there before him and it's a great goal yeah, yeah and then other yeah, than, the, other than that you're looking at we created a lot in terms of you know um, corners balls in the box but delivery wasn't the great yesterday delivery no, wasn't even great even to Nicky Clark and it's, it's usually pretty good for Clark yeah but then it's this, it's the same old story it's the same old story season long you know but we're struggling to create and I think people were saying online after the game, that's the 13th game where we've no scored this season. I think it's 10 in the league where we've no scored. Uh, and I mean, that, that tells you a lot that you need to know. It doesn't tell you everything because obviously there'll be games where we've kept a, a good few clean sheets. Uh, but we re- these draws need to start getting turned into wins. Like, and, and the two games that we've just played there, St. Johnston and Hamlet, would have been better off winning one and losing one. Yeah. Oh, rather than two draws exactly yeah rather than two draws I certainly think you know watching the game when the boy found his wipe for his lens um, the conditions weren't great the park is fucking horrible like the amount of time yeah. and yes when when you look at it and you look at the stats um, the final ball lets us down but you look at the amount of times it skites on that skite what a great word skites along that park and it, because it's so unnatural and that that was a real frustration because you could then see players getting really frustrated because mm. Shanklin went through a wee phase the nice wee knockdown and he tries to play Ian Hartson in that, Ian Hark's in I thought I called him Hart's in there and then he he just tries to play a simple ball in him and it just skites away like it's one of them it's a real frustrating but you know it's been in the uh, it's been in the the league for for so long. On what you were saying there, um, it's the ninth clean sheet of the season, but it's the thirteenth time that we failed to score. Um, mm-hmm. A couple other stats that we've got because um, we do sometimes have stats, and these are actually real ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one one and nine since beating Hamlin at home the twenty first of November. But five draws, three defeats, of course. That was Rangers, Celtic and, and Livingston. Um, one thing that absolutely amazed me, by the way, we've only had two away wins this season and they both come in August. Yeah, and I think we've scored five five away goals or something like yeah, that. Something like that, yeah. Which just, yeah, that, that I was... We, we, didn't, we didn't create and we didn't score enough. It's, mm. it's, 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 that's, it's obvious, you know, and again, we're, we're sitting in sixth place, so... So far, so good. It's also but something... These, these draws are going to catch up with us, Ron. They're going to bite us in the ass if we don't start getting a, a win here and a win there. Yeah. Got to get a win somewhere. Yeah, because it's something like it's it's three defeats in about 16 or something. Like, oh, you look at that, it's good, but there's just too many draws. Far too many draws. Um, yeah. I thought, certainly looking at the game, um, you know, I can see the arguments for, you know, changing up last 10, 15, 20 minutes. And at mm-hmm. one point, it's, listen, it's better than getting that than going for it and losing I get that but I thought we were we were well on top or we were the better team in the last 15-20 minutes maybe mm-hmm. then we could have sacrificed one of the defenders and put on more width and try and get the three points but I don't know it, we have to stay in the league 
But you're right. You could we could have we could get beat yesterday and the team's blows get that win and you really could be like, oh wait a minute, it's it's maybe no as easy. Ten points should see we're safe, right? Fingers crossed. That's three wins and a draw, or the way we're playing, it's ten draws. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's it, it's just one of these frustrating that games like you're saying, you could have won one and lost one this week and we'd be in a better position. Which is yeah. it's crazy to think that, but that is it's the truth. Yeah, it is. It's, and as I, as I keep banging on about it, we, we really need to start, we've got to start creating something extra. I mean, what it's Shanklin's taking the shooting for 53 yards out because we're not getting many chances any closer. But what we're wasting him, he's not getting any hand, he's not getting any service where he needs service. Uh, and this. I mean, you're saying that you felt we were on top the last 10, 15. I felt, I didn't ever feel like Hamlin were, were going to get us no, yesterday. No. I felt defensively we were sound. And I felt confident enough, maybe maybe not a, well, you probably would have had to take a, a defender off or one of the back five, certainly, to, to change it up and to go for it. But I just never felt that like we were going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that's that's a frustration watching the match uh, because we, we just seem to be happy with, with what we we went with you know we, we went with a clean sheet and we didn't score and we come away with a clean sheet and we didn't score so mm. yeah as a, a point away from home we've we said it earlier in the season points away from home in this league are pretty good but we're not getting many points at home either so we've got to start getting three points in certain games it just it has to happen Ron or we're going to get dragged into this mire yeah. and uh there's teams like Ross County, they've started picking up points. They've beaten Hibs and Aberdeen a couple in the last couple of games. Uh, like Motherwell the day, okay, they're still playing just now, but they're beating Rangers. Who would have predicted that? You know, teams are getting wins or teams are picking up points and these teams are below us as well. St. Johnson picked up a win. Mm. Uh, so we've got to start. We've got to start winning games. I mean, I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't can but it's, the record, okay, it's good, but it depends how you look at it. We've not lost that many, but we've barely won any. Yeah, three three wins clear of the, the bottom two, but again, Motherwell are playing just now. Um, games in hand. Yeah, the games in hand are, when you look at it, could be, listen, if if a Simmer go and win all three of their games in hand, then well done to them, you know, if they've done that. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of, I think you're getting into that. I mean, when you look at the next run of games obviously there's no preview this week because there's no game um, coming up but you look at the next sort of games or even the games to, to the end of the season so a week Wednesday I think it is we play St Mirren at home then we play Hibs at home but then away to Motherwell which I think is another midweek six o'clock uh, we're then away to Ross County we're at home to Livingston on the Valentine's weekend away to Kilmarnock and then it's Celtic Aberdeen and Rangers Take the last three out of there. The next six games, you know, are, are the te- well, the majority of them are the teams in or around us, apart from Hibs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, every there's no an easy game. You know, there's no an no. easy game. But like you say, when you look at that, say you keep running the, the the form that we've got, and you get four or five draws, it's only four or five points. You know, you could they were maybe getting win three, lose three. Say nine points, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no well, listen, we didn't want to lose games. But if you're gonna win three of them and lose three of them, I'll take the nine points now. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I know. It's it's I mean, it's also the the points is one thing. What you're actually watching is it's not overly exciting as I keep bumping my gums about like you seem to find it a wee bit more palatable than me. Bless you. Uh so yeah, you just want people to, to go for it, maybe score a goal or two, you know, and win again, please. One again. Um, yesterday, man, the match. Powers. Powers. Yeah, I thought to be. Yeah. Yeah. Powers or Ted for me. Like, I thought Ted was good again during the week. No, <laughs> because I'm, we're calling him Ted. That's that's how you're getting him out of the match. So he's got to come and collect that and wrap my puss when I hand the trophy up. <laughs> uh, no, I would I would say it was I would say it was Powers yesterday uh, and on Tuesday. Can it be anybody other than? You know what? I don't think Shanklin was all that good on Tuesday, but he scored for 53 yards, so he's getting man of the match. And uh, maybe goal of the season. Um, stay at home, Scrandis Liga returned yesterday. Mm. I got a wee arrest on Tuesday because uh, we were raising a glass to Jim McLean. Thank you to those who did send in. Um, 
there's no many mugs left. I'll be I'll be honest. So I think there's maybe only a few weeks left of this. With uh, if you've won one, by the way, over the uh, Christmas and New Year period, they'll be going out this week. So things are getting a bit back to normal Royal Mail. So you should see in a couple of days. So uh, stay home, Scandisliga. Uh, what were you seeing? What were you liking? What were you hating? What's on the short list? But first of all, what did you have? Uh, pen and beans. Classic. You got in microwave or have you worked in your oven yet? Oven. Worked it often, I think. I've not been burning shit anyway, so... Ah, okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a bonus. That's a step in the right <laughs> direction, Ron. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> uh, what did I see yesterday? Well, there was... I've, I've got a wee short list here, so... At BWDRUSS, Brewster66 on Twitter. Uh, here a quesadilla, chili mayo, quavers, and a cup of tea. Mon United. Now, I've read that out, and it sounds fairly brutal, but the picture looks... Pretty damn tasty, that quesadilla done it for me. Uh, we've got at Ryan McGuinness, a cheeky jumbo pork sausage and black pudding roll, courtesy of Scott Brothers, the butchers. Looks amazing. I've just marked him down because he didn't actually mark it himself. He bought it for Scotty's. How that many amazing, like. sausages does one boy need? Well, uh, he's got six on that plate that I could see. He's, he's got three on his roll with two chunks of black pudding and three at the side of his roll. And a Diet Coke. Sorry. Obviously. A Diet Coke, because he's watching his figure. <laughs> That's all good. So well, well played, Ryan. You keep that Diet Coke drinking up, mate. Uh, Cole Mack, I'm pretty sure he's won before. He just had haggis, neeps and ties. Delicious. Can't go wrong with that. It's a wee bit early for it this month, but fair play, it looked good. Uh, Jack Anderson at Jackando13. He had a homemade pizza with cheese, ham, and smoked sausage, and a calzone with cheese, ham, and carnation chicken. Oof. There's a the thing: is it calzone or calzone? Depends, how do you pronounce it? Depends right? how pissed you are. I've always said calzone. I've always said calzone. Have I? Hmm. No, calzone. 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 Nah. I think it's a. I mean, there's no e squiggly faggly bit above the e, but I think it's a calzone. Yeah, fair so, enough. He, he made the short list. <laughs> Uh, our mate Jen she made pancakes uh, the fillings were cheese bacon cheese and bacon and there was even banana and chocolate and, and homemade strawberry jam on them as well they looked amazing Do you know absolutely what? amazing you, you know that she she took us to bed last night apparently she did there was uh, there was a foursome yeah it was Jen you Busy Dillo and myself uh, all in her ears greedy uh, for some reason she's, she's yeah, greedy yeah. Uh, Noel Berry, he, now this is second place this week, okay? Noel Berry is in second place this week. Two bits of what looked to me unbuttered white bread, four fish fingers, and a wee squish of tomato ketchup. Amazing. Fish fingers. Amazing. Beans. I would have buttered the bread. I would have buttered the bread. bread. If, if he's butters that bread, he's won. He's done himself out of cup. He could have had a mug. I would have buttered the bread as well, and I'd probably had mayonnaise. Uh, right, a wee mention also for uh, Peter RH14 on Twitter. Uh, I, I was a bit hasty. Like he, I was, I had, I was hungry when I seen his post. So he's posted out two crispy creme donuts, and I've just replied, "Winner." Uh, he's not the winner, but I hear it came a wee shout because I, I do like a crispy creme donut. Surely it's crispy cream. I'm going crispy creme. <laughs> All right. I'm arguing about this. And but the winner, the winner this week, Ron is Ali Stewart, at Ali FTD. He has a chilli burger, and apparently there's a chilli burger underneath that other filling, some chilli nachos, and a side of halloumi fries. Wee bit of controlled aggression in this dish, hopefully similar to 3pm. Well, it was not. But that, that dish looks absolutely triumphant. So Ali FTD is our Scrandesliga stay-at-home mug winner this week. Right, Ali, if you send us a DM, we'll, uh, once we get that, we'll get uh, get your address, uh, send your address, and we'll get that in the post along with the other ones uh, this week. Thank you very much to everyone who uh, does take the time to make some extravagant scran when all we thought <laughs> would get pictures of pies, but there we go. <laughs> uh, but well done to Ali, and it did look absolutely delicious. Um, no upcoming match preview, because we have got the free Saturday. Um, no idea what we're going to get up to. Um, probably just a nice, which is kind of what we're allowed to do. Um, big news this week, 
on the uh, the foundation. I've got some new members, mm-hmm. uh, which they have uh, they've been backed by the manager, uh, the sporting director, the chairman, and the vice chairman, uh, who have all uh, signed up to be paying members of the uh, foundation, and uh, the club put a press release this week, brick by brick, build the foundation behind the club, and of course we mentioned as well uh, that the uh, supporters foundation had a thousand signups recently. Uh, which is just fantastic because when I, I think they're at twelve hundred now, Ron. Oh, amazing! Because when they're at twelve hundred, when we were speaking about it, was it about eight hundred. It was just over eight hundred at the AGM. Mm. So we've had about four hundred. I say we. They, they've had about four hundred uh, sign up to it in the last what six weeks or so. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But it needs to keep going though. It needs Definitely. to keep going. Like a club of United size, I would say. You know, I think I think when Mike was on, he, he said that it would be good to get like two thousand members uh, and I totally agree with them that would be fantastic but it's better than it was and it's growing and growing steadily so we just need to keep pushing it and brilliant from the club as well coming on board uh, I think I think that's the way that the Hearts one works I think there's a lot of players that are members of the, the foundation of Hearts I think I dare say Robbie's there he'll he'll be a member he's probably a member for a long time uh, but that that's what you want you know and it's great publicity for the foundation as well so well done to the club for, for getting on board with that. It's a pity it didn't happen sooner, but you know what? It doesn't matter if it didn't happen sooner. It's happened now, and we'll move forward with that. So hopefully more will sign up. And the uh, the manager had his scarf on. He did. He did, yeah. I, so I'm guessing he's either been given that because he's promoting the thing, or he's already paid in a, a, a sizable amount to get his scarf. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fussed either way. It's just great that he's, he's on board with it. And... Uh, and Tony Asgar and the chairman and vice chairman too. Yeah. The, uh, the foundation formed in 2017 in order to provide an additional financial support to Dundee United FC as well as ensure that its members' views are made known to the club. Uh, a range of pledge options, you can get junior, adult and your choice memberships and you get more details at dusf.scot forward slash pledge. And uh, you're signed up. I'm signed up. The wee man's signed up. Wee man signed up about four times. <laughs> I mean, that's what. There's a shock, eh? Me and computer. Uh, but you can go to the uh, website and get more details of uh, that. And uh, keep paying it. Get your points. You get some free gear after them, which is always good. And uh, mm-hmm. they had. Uh, I noticed this on the. Um, uh, the emails this week they put out their like a newsletter kind of every week or every other week and they had a, they had a wee sale on that included some of their their beers and some of their commemorative prints as well because they've got a wee shop as well so go on there see what there is and you might find uh, something that you like and you can get involved that way so other news out of mm. the uh, the club this week on the back of um Mr. McMullen thinking I'm away up the road. See you later. The grass is greener up there. Yes, I'm, I'm away up there, and I, I think the club were probably right. They didn't know where where they were going to be at the time. And uh, this week, Dundee decided we're going to hear Nicky Clark as well. So we're going to speak to him, and then but did they? Or is it paper talk? The next day, he signed a new two-year deal, and uh, never in doubt with uh, staying is what he said and then that was swiftly followed by loads of Twitter comments going I hope Liam Smith gets signed up and then he just teased what in and then Liam Smith's also signed up for uh, two years the man with the second smallest feet in the uh, this, the United squad um, happy enough happy good deals good to get them done yeah yeah I, th- I think I think it makes sense uh, these guys have, have definitely proven that they can play at this level Liam Smith's Mr. Mr. Reliable, you know, he's it kind of goes unnoticed. A lot of what he does is just he's so dependable. And uh, Nicky Clark, he's our top scorer, so we can't be letting him. Yeah, we wander up to the the dump up the road. So decent decent week for uh, for the contracts. Uh, to touch on the McMillan point again, like Mickey Mellon's just being diplomatic. In my opinion, he obviously didn't want to sign McMillan again, and that's fair enough. There's no point in throwing McMillan under the bus and saying, "Well, he's he's no for me." You know, he's I, I wasn't want to keep him anyway, so he can go wherever he wants. So he, I just think he was being he was being nice for nice sakes by saying, "Look, there was no money in the co- in the budget for new contracts at that point." Mm-hmm. That's why I'm taking fit. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. Um, 
Also this week, uh, the club confirmed that uh, Chris Mockray, Kieran Freeman, Ross Graham, Flon Hotte, Lewis Fraser, Mackenzie Lemon, Nathan Cooney and Archie Meekison would all return to Tandice following the suspension of the lower leagues in Scotland, which brings us to the smallest loan report I think there has ever been. Uh, <laughs> apart, apart from when there's no loan report, this, this will definitely be the smallest loan report. So... The only one to report on, really, was Jake Davidson at Arbroath. Uh, he was down at Queen of the South. Jake made his debut for Arbroath as he started the match in the back four at centre-half. It wasn't the best start for him, however, as his team were two down by the time that he was subbed off on the hour mark. Uh, that formation change seemed to spark Arbroath into life as they scored a few minutes after uh, Bobby Lynn came on to replace Jake and then notched an equaliser just two minutes after that. Uh, that game finished 2 all. Uh, the other person on loan that we could kind of touch on, uh, and I wasn't a goner, but Ronnie's kind of pulled us up saying, no, no, he's still a United player, so fair do. Kami uh, Smith at air. Unfortunately for Kami, he wasn't able to break Dundee's uh, year-long unbeaten home record uh, as their, uh, their all-weather pitch one week was uh, called off. So for whatever reason, they couldn't get the game on yesterday. There was no overnight frost. It wasn't a push in the or nothing. But uh, the, the guy that can get the game on in the city of Atlantis couldn't get the game on in the city of Dundee, unfortunately. So that might be the last time Kami's in this loan report. When is it his contract's up? Is it It'll next week or... End of January. End of the month? Yeah. End of the month. Okay, well, we'll squeeze him in again then. So there, there's your loan report, Ron. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the club basically come out and said, you know, the season began, we decided the best course of action for these players was to go out and get valuable game time ahead of them facing the challenge of playing in the Scottish Premiership and they would come back with that. Uh, it's obviously unfortunate that, you know, Leagues 1 and 2 have been cattled a little bit. Um, but I'm, assu- I'm listen, I'm assuming these players could go back out on loan if they start up again or, or whatever. But um, the club also goes on to thank Montrose, Peterhead, Cove Rangers, Forfar, East Craigie, North End and Spartans for their help in developing our young players this season. I look forward to continuing our partnerships in the future. Regardless of how long they were on loan, every single minute they got on a pitch, at whatever level they were playing it, was doing them better than sitting in their house at three o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, of the guys that have came back, I would be looking probably more at Kieran Freeman, uh, Chris Mochrey, possibly Ross Graham to maybe try and get in the in the team. Like I'm, I'm not being harsh on on the guy Hotty. I just didn't know anything about him at all. I didn't know how good he is. Uh, Archie Mikasin, he's probably still a wee bit of bulking up today. The boys that are at the juniors, I'd be surprised if they go for the juniors into the first team squad. Like uh, Louis Apare did, I. That was different. Louis a machine. He's, he's five five. Yeah, uh, so he's enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that was, but that's like, so that was a shocker, wasn't it? To go for it looking like you're out on your ear to any of your star men the thing with um, that, that doesn't happen often with Kieran Freeman as well as as you've kept us up to date through your spies is that he seems to play in loads of positions which is yeah, great for versatility yeah. which is mm-hmm. I think Sean Dillon made reference to it I mean if, if you've no real if you didn't notice this last week you've maybe not got to that but but he does mention that he had played a couple of positions and it can help you know, it can maybe mm-hmm. hinder you slightly when you want to nail down that I'm a right back or whatever. But well, you're you're, this, you're a jack of all trades. Yeah. You're not a master of any area. But like every every club probably needs somebody that's super versatile can can play right across the back four and maybe even into midfield or whatever. Like Sean Dillon was able to do. Mm. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, hopefully, Jake Davidson gets plenty of action, and the the loan report will continue. And uh, it just needs to be the same length as normal. So you'll need to give a full match report. For when he, That's cool. I could do that. You know, pulls his socks up to scratching his arse or whatever he does. Uh, the United Futures Lottery jackpot, £1,500 this week. Uh, the Elite 50 50 match day draw uh, was done yesterday. You've got them till about, I think it's four o'clock the draw gets done during the game. So you can buy them during the first half and all that. Uh, winning ticket yesterday, £107,013, for you. And ticket number 107111 was a £51 second prize. You can sign up and get the details at unitedlottery.co.uk. And remember, all the proceeds go to support our academy. It is time 
for Who Am I? This week, now last week, by the way, some people are either taking the piss by saying they got it on the first clue, or I have got no clue. Mm. <laughs> I well, last week was tough, though. I saw that. Was it not just Manzi? Was it not just Manzi? Nah, 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 got it? Listen, was there a few? Because Manzi used to play with Davy Hanna, so that's that's understandable if he's got it straight away. People were calling but, uh, me for Ahan for my shambolic efforts and only getting one point, but that's fine, right? When because it happens, Ron, you hit to take it. Exactly, it's okay. I'm alright with it. Like I just, you know, shake clues. Not I can do with it. If there were better clues, <laughs> I'd have got it quicker. But that's just the name of the game. Uh, they must have played fifty <laughs> games. We have to have seen them play. And uh, it's five points for the first clue, four points for the second clue, three points for the third clue, two points for fourth clue, and one point for the fifth clue. Uh, can you remember what the scores are, Paul? It's very close. Uh, you're winning. You're by, winning by by one. One point is yeah. I've got twenty-two. You've got twenty-one. So as long as you get it, you know, before two cl- two points on the fourth clue, you will be ahead. Before we've even started, what's your mm. confidence levels at the day? I'm never confident about this. I get I get a wee bit of panic here. We get a wee bit of nervous run. Anxiety levels are up through the roof Saturday evening before I go to bed thinking I'm going to hit a guess this. And it's on such a public forum where thousands here is making an absolute air sweat. So yeah, I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous. I prefer when I'm asking the clues. There's no stress there. If you get it, you get it. Well done, you. But when it's me, I could make an absolute time myself here, like you did last week. Oh, that was horrendous, man. That was, that was horrendous. I just the problem with last week was I just mind blank. Like total, there was no. I don't know if it's like because you mentioned like you mentioned local United, you're obviously drawn to like Ray McKenna yeah, and. The- there's certain things, yeah, I knew you would say Ray McKinnon. There's certain things that you put in there, like the the first clue said that he, he played two games for Bury. That's just a throwaway filler. Like, you you didn't really... I, I, I didn't even care that until I researched them. So that's just... When I'm giving you clues, sort through Ahan, because no how it's like any yes to you whatsoever. No how no, it's the truth, it's basically what you're saying. No, no, it's, no, it's all the truth. It's all the truth. Okay. But it's no it's not gonna help you. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Um let's do it. Are, let's make an answer myself. Are you ready? I think so. Right. Who am I for this week? Clue number one. This player was a twice capped Scotland international who signed for United in the summer of two thousand and three. Would you like that question, that clue again? Uh, I've, I've got an answer. Oh, for fuck's sake. I've got to be right though, but I've got, I've got an answer. You can give us the answer or I can play the timer. Play the timer. Play the timer. I'll just tell you now, <laughs> if he gets it on this, arsehole. <laughs> uh, nah, surely no. Surely no. <laughs> And for what it's worth, I actually think my clues are relatively easy. I didn't expect you to get them the first day, but I think they're easy. And it is a he. Oh, there's another week, but thank you very much for that. Happy Derek. Just waiting to right. count down Sue before that, but... <laughs> uh, right, well, instantly, I thought, Gary Kenneth. Are you locking in Gary Kenneth? Uh, uh, that's, that's how I've got. Yeah. That's how I've got. Gary Kenneth! Thank Christ for that. Easy, peeps. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, it's no Gary Kenneth. <laughs> clue number two. In his mm-hmm. first season at United, this player missed only three league and one cup game and helped the club to a fifth place finish. So in his first season, see he, at United, this player missed only three league and one cup game and helped the club to a fifth place place finish hmm. 
wonder when Rachel Riley will come and play this music for a while. Anyway. I doubt it. I doubt it. Right, well. Clue two, four points. I, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it because I don't think this guy's played for Scotland. But I'm I'm just thinking, it's obviously, it's McCall's era, 2003. I'm sure it was, would have been Ian McCall. Uh, and I'm thinking Derek McInnes. But I'm doubting myself because I didn't think he played for Scotland. Well, it's up to you. You can choose now. That's how I've got. That's how I've That's got. That's I've got. McInnes. Derek McInnes for four points. <laughs> Correct. Derek McInnes. Bastard. <laughs> Get in there. When did he play for Scotland then? He was already capped before he came to your head. Is that right? Uh, that was right, yeah. That was an absolute stab in the dark. Prick! <laughs> you can see that you're absolutely bailing no run. So that makes it all worthwhile. Um, what a stab in the dark. Clue three, he made 83 appearances for United with four goals scored and collected a runners-up medal in the Scottish Cup final of 2005. Clue number four, in April 2006, United manager Craig Brewster announced the player was free to leave at the end of the season despite having a year of his contract left to run. And clue number five, his team got pumped yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was it no like a wee bit messy at the end? Was he no due money for X amount of appearances or or like a wee... Depends who you believe. His appearance. Depends yeah, who you believe. He was on about eight grand a week. Yeah, he was on a good number at Tanadice. Uh, but did we not sign up for West Brom or aye. something? Aye, and his knees were done in. She'd never have been signed. Yeah. Jeezy peeps. Did did he not score when Billy Dodds was the manager? Screamer. He scored an absolute raker. Yeah. Was it not in the last minute of the game or something? Yeah, it was, a, it was a, to win with the game. Against Falkirk? Yes. Rapper. Uh, what a goal. Uh, Derek McInnes. Uh, I can't believe that I'm three points ahead of you now, Ron. I'm happy with myself. <laughs> Wait a minute till I pat myself on the back there. So no one can send in their answers to this this week because Paul ruined it so early. But uh, <laughs> if you know who it was, um, don't put it on social media because others don't uh, like that. We've only got two uh, two this week. Can't believe that. I had three as well, eh, and I went for that, and I thought, I'll go for that because it's quite, because his team got pumped yesterday, but... Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, the uh, podcast shop opens back up tomorrow. Uh, there will be some new hoodies in there. Now, just to let you know, due to everything that's going on in the world, hoodies and t-shirts are on pre-order for a couple of weeks uh, because there's no chance of us getting them till February, at least. Uh, probably the middle of February, so we'll pre-order them for the next couple of weeks. Everything else that's on sale tomorrow at www dodefoxpodcast.com is in stock so and uh, thank you very much to everyone who has support in 2020 uh, and uh, you can check out tomorrow it'll be open kind of early doors and uh, let's say hoodies and t-shirts are on pre-order for the rest of January because there's no chance of us getting them until February anyway are we getting different different colour hoodies Rondo? yes yes there's a very fetching what we're going for well uh, there's a very Great. fetching white one there's a, a white one very probably not going to bet that fetching orange one and uh, okay. there is hopeful of a grey being added this week but well I'm not going white because I'll drop my pen beans on it and that'll be <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah we're with some supply issues on some stuff that right. we can't guarantee okay. so but stuff is there are some uh, beanies back in uh, there are some mugs we're a wee bit limited in the mugs but there's some there no you can't buy a Scandis legal one because they don't exist yet and the stay home are, are, are limited but it will be back open tomorrow or today as you're listening to this actually what am I talking about doadfoxpodcast.com right on this day in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006. The 18th of January is our focus today. Two games, a signing and a birthday to tell you about. 1986 is where we're going to begin. Clyde Bank were the victims of our biggest and most comprehensive victory of the season. An illustration of United's superiority can best be found in the statistic that Clyde Bank won their first corner in the dying seconds of the match. From the very outset, United's intention was clear and after incessant pressure, Eamon Barron was on hand to hammer a volley high into the net after Richard Goff nodded a Paul Sturrock free kick into his path. It took until a couple of minutes from half-time for the arrival of the second goal. This time it was Morris Malpass free kick that set up the chance. Tommy Coyne neatly laid the ball square for Davy Dodds to blast home. There was no let-up in the second half. Richard
Richard Goff brought out one of uh, many fine saves from Jim Gallagher from the corner Paul Hegarty headed in a third from Kevin Gallagher's cross a fine move near the end let Ian Redford in and the substitute had a superb angle drive which beat the keeper and it finished United 4 Clydebank nil. 12 barren years at Tynecastle came to an end in 1997 when Ray McKinnon crashed home an unstoppable winner eight minutes from time. United deservedly took the lead when Shell Olofsson ran a Lars Zerlin through ball. Hearts pulled one back out the blue through John Robertson eight minutes later and could claim to have the better of the exchanges from then on. However, United could and should have been further ahead but for the loss of Andy McLaren through injury with less than half an hour on the clock upset the side's rhythm but United went on to win the game two goals to one. Our signing today was signed by Craig Levine for £40,000. was a regular for two seasons, including picking up a Scottish Cup winner's medal in 2010. He was mentioned by Dillo last week. He was also on the receiving end of a streaky jab. Signed on this day in 2008 was Mikhail Kovacevic. Big Kova. Our birthday today <laughs> was signed by Gordon Chisholm, but would never feature in Who Am I? <laughs> Unless you're doing the clues. <laughs> he joined United as a free agent from Leicester City he made 12 appearances and scored 2 goals before heading stateside signing for New York's New Jersey Metro Stars who then become New York Red Bulls who is it? Canero it is Peter Canero, Peter Canero. he is uh, 40 today yeah he had a big nose what I remember about him well, there you go. Happy Google. birthday, big you'll, nose. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy 40th birthday to Peter Canary. Yeah, only 12 <laughs> times. Um, but wasn't he like at Kilmarnock and he would have got a big move to Leicester? But Yes, I, re- I remember him at Kilmarnock uh, briefly. Levine, Levine signed him at Leicester, maybe? Oh, possibly. I can't, I can't mind, but I can remember him. I thought he was all right when he was here. Uh, the wee bit that I can remember about him. Nah, he, was, he was an all right player. You, you, we've got to mention, uh, and it's not technically on this day, but it's on this day as we record, uh, United's highest ever competitive victory was 14 nothing versus Nithsdale Wanderers uh, in the Scottish Cup back in 1931. Uh, and just to preempt Ronnie's next question, no, I wasn't at the game, you prick. Okay? Anyway... Uh, almost uh, wraps up this episode uh, next week episode 83 is our uh, Jim McLean tribute episode thank you very much to people who have sent in some of their wee stories to uh, hopefully be featured on the episode if you've got anything you want to share uh, you can drop us a DM on the socials and uh, if it's a long message you can uh, we can drop you an e- you can drop us an email for it as well if you want to record it yourself and send it that's absolutely fine as well and uh, we'll try and get them included for next week but uh, it'll be our tribute to uh, Jim McLean and it's worked out as well you know with no game um it might just be purely that we'll we'll see how it goes through the week uh but uh, if you have got anything for uh, Jim McLean memory a story everyone does seem to have uh one uh, in the past then please do get in touch with that dude fox podcast on uh, social media we're on instagram facebook twitter and uh, drop us a dm on there and we can get you an email address or whatever if you would like to free saturday next week paul you're gonna go up there no idea FIFA play FIFA with the burn manage United or something set up 4-3-3 <laughs> go for it that's what I'm doing and um, it's the does Leo always go United or does he you know does he nah, just go Barcelona he's a, strange, he's a strange puppy when it comes to FIFA because he would normally sometimes he would go United but then he would fill the team with Messi Lewandowski Ronaldo Dybala as you do there's 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 no hint of United there whatsoever he might keep Benzie for the bench or something but uh, nah nah he doesn't he doesn't he just goes with the best team he's oh, okay. <laughs> a wee bum yeah uh, well yeah uh, it, it's one of them it, it, it's just a case of because this is the game that it's because Hibs are in the uh, the semi-finals yeah but that game's yeah. obviously now been got rearranged for February that's them being pulled forward to the Scottish Cup weekend on the 30th because mm-hmm. the Scottish Cup's currently on the shelf uh, yeah. as such so yeah, it's uh, crazy times yeah and then let's say then we why are we not playing some on Saturday 
Like why are we playing them during the week? Maybe they're in that but well, last they, four, I don't know. They're, they're in the last four, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. they, they, they knocked out the Rangers. I just said uh, that. So they're thinking. in the last four. I just, that, that's purely why I mentioned that. No, because I didn't know. But it's because I didn't know. <laughs> All right? Okay. So, I can. It's a free Saturday next week, team. Let's know. Uh, do anything daft. Mask up. Keep your distance. And remember, as always, just wash your hands and your asshole.